Good morning. How's everybody doing? Let's start that again. Good morning, everybody. Oh, much better, much better. Yeah, good morning to you. I'm super excited about this series that we're going in. We're going to talk about a lot about worship, this, 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 what we just did right now for the first 20 minutes of the service. Uh, we're going to go through in the next five weeks or so, think of it as a theology of worship. Uh, how, what is worship? What are we doing here? What is expected of me? Am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? All those type of things. I'm really excited just to get us all on the kind of same page as it relates to what we're doing in this musical environment of worship. I love that last song. I think it's going to do uh, wonders for us this series as we try to communicate what is the heart of worship? What are we doing? What are we supposed to be doing? And those type of things. Uh, you see our image will be all over the screens today as far as worship. And you'll see that worthy. I'll put it back up real quick. Uh, worthy with the uh, arrow in the center of the circle. You see that? And that's where we're going this whole month. It's just that arrow is what we're focusing. That arrow is what we're focusing on this entire month. I want to uh, kind of tell you a story. By the way, my name is David Hurtado. I'm the lead pastor here. If you're new with us, we're so glad you're with us. But I want to tell you a story about how uh, this was uh, kind of different for me in my upbringing or how this, this shaped me or how maybe I'm unique when I approach this idea because of my upbringing. And so uh, I remember uh, you guys, if you've been here for any kind of time, you know, I didn't, didn't grow up in the church. I didn't, I didn't have a family that, that all claimed Christ and prayed for me and told me about Jesus every day and prayed before meals and have any of that. None of that. It was not my experience. And then when I turned about 14 years old, um, I had this kind of a spiritual Jesus moment, this where God, uh, 15 years old, 14 through 15, I was kind of transitioning. All of a sudden, 15 years old, God gets a hold of my life, and it just changed me, radically changed me into a different person and to where my, my family didn't understand, like, what happened to you? You know, you know, you're not acting the same. You're not talking the same. You know, what would they do to you type of thing? And so that experience happens to me. And then when I'm about 18 years old, I um, uh, am thrusted into a Bible college. So, and that might just sound like pretty normal for you, but for me, it was like worlds apart, different. You know, here I'd grown up in this, kind of in this, you know, a lot of freedom. I didn't have a father, mother, didn't have curfews, didn't have any of those type of things. I uh, had a bus pass and go all around town. My mom would just get, go, 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 go. Where I lived in the area wasn't exactly the best area in the world to let kids run free, but she let me run free, best she could do, and didn't know any better, all those type of things. And so here I'm going from that environment, complete freedom, uh, wasn't very rebellious, but had access to anything I wanted to in life. And then I end up at this Bible college and, um, and realized, you know, um, uh, all these rules that came with this university that I had never experienced in, in my life. And so there's a bit of culture shock going on. I had realized really quickly that, that everybody there um, knew more than me about everything. Like they knew more about God than I knew. That was very clear. But that's why I went there, so I wanted to learn more about God. They, they, they knew more about proper etiquette than I knew, because I had grown up in this area, and these are like the cream of the crop kids, these well-established families. They send them off to private Christian university. They all know about these, these values I had never even heard of. They know a lot more about family relationships, good, solid family relationships than I knew about, because I just didn't have that as my upbringing. Uh, they, uh, my, I realized really quick that my politics were twisted. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't match with their view on things. Uh, my street values were twisted. You know, those things that I had learned on the street, those were all twisted. My upbringing felt like it was just twisted. And then I end up at this school, and it happens to be one of the most conservative Christian colleges in all of the United States. 
And, and I go from complete freedom. Uh, my mom, Mijo, just, you know, don't get a girl pregnant, don't do drugs, and don't get in a gang. That was, you know, those are the values of my life, you know. And, uh, and, and then I go to this Christian place where they have all these rules, like, you know, like uh, you're not allowed to go out that door past 10 p.m. And I'm like, really? What if there's a fire? <laughs> I'm like, really? You're like, you can do that? You can? And you have to be in your room by 10 p.m. Really? I have to be in my room. I was on the streets until 11 when I was a kid, and now I'm 18. I have to be in my room by 10 p.m. So they had all these rules, all these, uh, there were written rules, there were unspoken rules. Um, and a lot of these unspoken rules showed up in chapel. Chapel was that thing that you did three times a week. It's another rule. You had to be there. And you had to sign in and whatever, and, and, and it, was, it was wonderful. We got, we got to hear from the Word of God three times a week, and we got to worship three times a week. But there was these un, hidden, unspoken rules in chapel that I had learned uh, after being there for a little while, because I had learned, I, I had come from a church where I, you know, my only experience at church was uh, I go to church, and when the pastor said something about God, the men in the church would say, amen, like all of them at the same time, Amen. And when the, power, when the pastor started getting really excited, there'd be a lot of amens. You know, people would say amen a lot. Very expressive. And when it was worship time, and, and, and the song was particular about God, and it was about his greatness, his attributes, and who, you'd see them, and I, I remember, I was, as everybody in the church, but I remember particularly looking at the men in the church with their hands like this, in the air. And so then I go to this conservative university, it's like, um, you know, uh, yeah, seven days a week, 365, all Bible, all, it's like camp year round. And we go to chapel and they start talking and we start singing to God. And guess what I start doing? 